Kelly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. It was about a year ago that my mind was spinning with ideas, and one of them was for this podcast. I wanted to grow my business and create a podcast and try some different writing styles, take some new classes, and find ways personally and professionally to build more meaning in my life, to build my personal brand more consciously, and to do more of the work that matters to me. I had no clue how to do a lot of this. I had a lot of curiosity and a few things I wanted to try, like this podcast, for example. But I knew nothing about it. So the plan was this. I was going to hire the experts. I was going to hire a branding company that could help me put a marketing plan in place and reach others with my message, help me grow my business so I had more resources to do the projects and things that I find most meaningful. I had a great meeting with this team. We talked for a long time. I was fired up. They had plans and ideas that I had never even thought about before, but made great sense. They seemed to really get what was important to me and share those same values, which was also important to me, right? If I'm going to go out to the world with my message, I wanted to work with people that were also in alignment with that message. And then we talked about the budget. I was going to start small and increase my resources and payments to them over the course of a year. I was willing to invest right then, that week. Send me a proposal, I said. Send me a contract. Sure, they said. We'll do it by tomorrow. And then we hung up. And that was the last time we ever spoke. They never responded to my email, never sent the proposal, never returned my calls. I was ghosted. And that was both interesting and crazy and frustrating, all of it, all at once. I was also a little relieved because, hello, if they're not going to be upfront with me about a business deal, I don't want them working with me anyhow, right? But the whole process left me feeling restless and frustrated. And how was I going to move forward? How was I, how was I going to grow into this place that I wanted to get. I was complaining about all this to my husband and wondering what to do next. And he said, why don't you invest in yourself? Put the money you're going to pay to the branding firm into you. Invest in your time and use that time to experiment and explore and try some of these things you're talking about and see what happens. Made sense. And I did just that. And as a result, I've had one of the best years professionally and creatively ever. And it all started because I bet on me. I put the money on me. Are you ready to invest in yourself in 2020? That's what we're going to talk about today. I'll tell you how I did it and offer some ideas that you can use to help make 2020 one of the best years ever. Simply Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple things we can do to live well, do good, and be happy we might just change the world along the way, or at least have fun trying. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello and welcome to Simply Said. I'm Polly Campbell and this is the podcast where we talk about practical ways to live well, do good, and be happy. And today we are talking about you. Well, us, and how we can move into 2020 by unleashing our greatest asset, us, 
right? We have all we need to create the kind of gear and the kind of success we want. But often I think we don't define it clear enough and we don't get off the couch. It's really easy to get pumped up about all we want to create. But it takes inspired action and it takes some action every day, right? We lose sight of this sometimes. We, we hire the experts or meet with the editors, find people that'll do the work for us. And I'm all about finding people who are more talented than me or have different skill set in different areas to teach me and help me out and take over those things that I'm not as good at. But we always need to keep our mission in mind. That is not something we can assign to someone else. We always need to do the things and find the people who align with those values. And that means knowing what you stand for and investing in yourself first. And what I found this year is that when, when I did that, when I really went all in, those other people and opportunities emerged. They showed up. It's like a magnet. When you are putting that energy out into the world, you're going to attract that same energy to you. Today, I'm going to give you 12 things. That's one a month, right? That you can do each month. Some are extended and overlap and things that you should do every day. And others are one-time knockoff. Something to think about that might draw that energy into your life. And while 2019 was a little more haphazard for me, these are the things that I did where I made a conscious choice to pick me over the next thing, right? That meant saying no to some opportunities that I thought would be really fun, but those things that didn't align with where I want to go. And I also had to renew my commitment to stay healthy and engaged. Healthy in my body, engaged in my mind. And that made a big difference. That gave me renewed energy to create a lot of interesting opportunities in the year. And life became a whole lot less stressful and more fun because when you are doing the things that feel good, the things that align with your values that matter to you, whether you're parenting or CEOing or teaching or volunteering or cooking, whatever it is, right? We have different roles in the days of our lives, but in each one of those roles, we can find ways to align with our values and then a certain flow happens, a certain energy takes place and that's when we are at our best. So I'm going to talk to you about the 12 things that I did plus a bunch more that I added into my year but I think these things are essential. If you add one in a month and allow them to overlap and keep them up over time I think you're going to feel an energy and a revitalization that's going to really pump you up for 2020 and then you can create the life and the experiences that you want. I'm telling you straight up, though, the first thing, I do it. Now, my favorite fave, you've heard me talk about it before, and that is eat more vegetables and get more movement every day. I think of this like my medicine, right? I have chronic illness, and I would rather do these two things than take a pill. And so I just have made a commitment to them. Physical strength, people, you have nothing else if you can't get your body moving in the day. And I don't care how you move. I don't care if you're an Olympic athlete or if you're, you know, using a walker to get around. As long as you are able to do with your vehicle the things you want to do. And we can all benefit from greater nutrition and physical movement to keep our physical body strong. It can be a real grind, but... I'll tell you what, I feel better and I think better and I'm more engaged when my body is healthier. And this year, 
I did it. And I was able to golf again and I hiked around Yellowstone and did other things that enhanced my experience. So number one, start in January, eat more vegetables and add in some movement every day, whether that's house cleaning or chasing around a toddler or gardening or walking the dog or running or doing the elliptical at the gym. I don't care what it is. Make sure you're getting 20 minutes to an hour of exercise. You'll feel better in spirit and in mind and your body will be stronger. Another thing that I did in 2019 and I'm going to work on doing again this year is I wanted to learn something new. So a couple of years ago, I learned the ukulele. I got a red ukulele for Christmas. Yes, because my family. But I got a red ukulele and I adore it and I play really poorly when I play. And every time I pick it up, I laugh at myself. And don't ask me to play for you because you don't want to hear that, people. But but it makes me happy and it's good for my brain to have to work and figure out those chords. Last year in 2019, I wanted to develop a podcast and I had not a clue in January. By April, I launched Simply Said and I took a class and I talked to other podcasters who had much more experience and could help me and I learned software programs and researched the equipment to buy and the whole process, I'm still learning. You can hear the imperfections in some of these episodes. But I'm still learning and that process of of learning something new and allowing it to develop has been really exciting and interesting to me. So in 2020, what do you want to learn? How are you going to put that in place? Start that in January or February. Pick the thing and register for the class or buy the book or whatever it is. I had a friend one year who did a cake decorating course and that's awesome. I, I love the way people are willing to challenge themselves to do something that might be fun and interesting. Number three for 2020, also make sure that sometime during the year you do something you've always wanted to do, even and especially if you have no idea how to get it done. Jump in. I had talked about doing a podcast for years and I had the excuse, well, I don't have a clue. I don't know what to do. Well, I've learned and it came on the air in April. You know, another friend of mine is running a 5K. She's never been a runner, but she has learned how to train and what she needed to do. Learn meditation or how to bake a cake. That one's not for me, but it might be for you. Know the why of what you want to learn and get started. Don't worry about the how. So why is this particular thing of interest to you? And once you know the motivation, you want to learn to write, Do you want to learn to sew? Do you want to learn math so you can help your kid with homework? Whatever it is, know why. The motivation behind the activity. Don't worry about the how because once you jump in, things will start coming to you that will make more and more sense and direct you, direct the flow of your learning. And it just, when we learn, we are expansive. We feel good. And along those lines, number four for 2020 is make something. Paint, write, draw, garden, start a podcast, build a deck or a toy, cook cordon bleu or make your own pie. I do not care. Make something, make many things. I think we're all makers. We're all creators. It's something that's part of my um, health, really. When I'm not writing or when I'm not creating little limericks to give my daughter, to share with my daughter or silly things that I do around here, I don't feel good. I feel botched up and 
being a creator and, and able to express myself with words or the silly things I do is a way of just releasing the, the hard stuff in my life. It reminds me that we are expansive. So make something. Pull out your kid's Play-Doh and shape something or get shrinky dinks and color them in. I've worked with an adult coloring book. I've worked with an adult coloring book that is totally satisfying, kind of like paint by numbers to work in those colors. And um, there's a doodling class online that I love that I'm, I'm doing to learn how to note take with doodles because I don't know how to do that. And I like to make things. Um, it doesn't have to be labor intensive or expensive, but it will be expansive. Number five for 2020, start this in January, save some money each month, no matter what. There's a sense of power and security that comes with knowing that even if we're not making a lot, we can save a little. It's a power position, right? It's a decision to say, I'm picking now with my paycheck and I'm also guaranteeing my future. I sometimes have only saved 15 or $20 a month, but I always put something in a savings account. And even when it grows slow, I know that I'm doing something to invest in me in the years to come. And that makes me feel good, like I'm being wise. And that gives me a little momentum. Number seven for 2020, improve at something. Man, I really have been working this year on calming down and being more patient at home. I also needed to work on my hearing. I had some significant hearing loss thanks to a long line of hard of hearing relatives and the Sony Walkman. I can still remember blasting that baby in the backseat of the car with the earphones. Turned way up high. Jukebox hero on that puppy. Jukebox. I love Still, thank you, Foreigner. Thank you, Foreigner is all I can say. And as a result of all these things, I have some hearing loss and I've had it for a while. This year, I got hearing aids. I wanted to improve my hearing and I am amazed at how that has helped me calm down and connect with others in more meaningful ways. I was nervous. I was a little embarrassed. I, I felt old, even though my age is not old at all. I felt broken. And then, you know what? I got over myself. If there is a quality or condition or mindset or a belief that you can improve and change and feel better, do it. It's a gift to yourself. And you'll remind yourself how resilient and how valuable you are. I can hear better. So I can hear all the snarky little comments the teenagers saying about me. And... I've also really worked all year at calming down and going more with the flow and being more patient at home because I don't need that kind of stress and neither does anyone out and neither does anyone else. So those are some things I'm working to improve. What are you going to work on in 2020, right? You're going to strengthen your body, learn something new, do something you've always wanted to do. You're going to be making something and be a creator and save a little money each month. And you're going to choose something to improve on because when you do and you see the progress you made, you will feel superstar powerful, right? Nothing can stop us. Number seven, right? Are we? I don't know what number we're on, but the other thing that I try to do each month is give something. My friends are so kind and so good at this. Once in a while, somebody will drop me a text that makes me feel better or drop dinner by or do special things for other people out in the community. You know, 
give something each month. Give to your charity, volunteer at the school, run a casserole over to the neighbor, look a stranger in the eye and say thank you. Give something of yourself each month. It will fill you up and make you feel better. When we feel better, we do better. I say it all the time. That will create momentum that will carry you into everything else you want to do. In 2020, make sure you give some time to yourself every day. I say every day. I don't go out very often because I do better with quiet time. And when I get too busy, I'm busy at home, I'm busy at work. And if I'm too social, I just feel overwhelmed and I, I feel noisy and I feel stressed. So my favorite thing to do really after the chores are done and I've had some family time is to go away. I'll put my jammies on, I'll crawl into bed. And my daughter says, I can't say jammies, but I'll put my pajamas on and crawl into bed and listen to a podcast or read a book or do a meditation. I get up early to do my morning pages. I find ways in between other things to give time to myself because I am so much better when I do. I am so much healthier physically. I'm more nurturing and kinder to myself and the people in my life. I'm more creative. I have more to give. And I'm more enthusiastic when I have a chance then to go out and be with the people I really care about and really want to be with. I am a better friend. I'm a better person because I'm more grounded and, and more patient. So build in quiet time. You may not need as much as I do. Not, not very many people do, but build that in. Take five minutes a day minimum. Sometimes that means I have to hide out in the closet or the bathroom. Do it. Make time for quiet. That solitude will leave you feeling refreshed and more creative. And it's also a great way to problem solve because when we take some of the pressure off from the doing part, then our brains tend to unravel and solve things that have been bugging us all day long. In 2020, do something you would love to do but gave up because of the kids or the money or the time or whatever. Find a way back to it. If you once painted before your, your kid was born, go back and get a sketchbook and start working on that again. This year I started golfing again. I'd left that because of money and, and time when my daughter was young and my body wasn't very strong. And this year I started doing that again. And I, it brought so much joy, mostly because it's something I can do with my husband. And we're out there for a couple hours just talking and hanging out and having fun. Most days having fun. Sometimes I am throwing a club and cussing, but um, most days it's fun. <laughs> Find the thing that you used to love to do and, and see if it still excites you and add that back in and simplify your life. When you start doing these other things that will elevate your experience, it's okay to cut back and simplify the other things that are less meaningful to you. We ate takeout more often. We ate healthy takeout, but I cooked a lot less this year because that takes a lot of energy for me and that's not something I wanted to do as much of. I, I wanted to do other things. I wear many times the same outfit. I have a few prime outfits that I go with when I'm going out and I'll wear those things repeatedly so I don't have to make all the decisions about what to wear and what to eat, where to go. I have simplified that. I don't add multiple events into my day. I do one thing at a time and I work hard not to overschedule. So I try to keep the simple decisions simple. When I go to Starbucks, I order the same thing every time and it's a house coffee. I'm there for the experience of meeting with a friend or having a good cup of coffee. I'm not going to complicate my life by having to make five different decisions about what kind of coffee drink I'm going to have, right? I'm not good at that. So 
The daily decisions, I try to keep very simple so that my energy can go elsewhere. And that has helped me so much. And then I've heard, I recently heard the Barefoot Contessa, Ina Garten, the, the chef. She wears the same color of clothes every day. She has an oversized blouse that's usually a dark color and a pair of jeans or a dark pair of slacks most often because of the same reason. That's her brand. She doesn't want to have to think about what she wears. She wants to channel her energy into her cooking and her presentation. So find what works for you and simplify the other things. And then in 2020, make sure you're moving toward the goals that matter to you. Right? And a lot of these things will steer you that direction. But really to stay on track, you need to know what they are. What matters? Drop the things that don't. It's okay. We outgrow our goals or things that once mattered to us no longer hit. I do that time and time again. But replace it with something else that does add meaning and purpose and curiosity and engagement and satisfaction and get moving toward that. And every day, but at least every month, pick something to do just because it's awesome, fun, or beautiful, or hilarious, because it makes you laugh, or makes you cry, or brings joy to your life, and do it. It doesn't have to be dangerous, uh, like I'm not bungee jumping, and it doesn't have to be expensive, but if you want to eat the cake at the party, eat the darn cake. Go golfing right in the middle of a work day, or take the afternoon off and take a nap, or go to a movie, or take a trip to a place that uh, not many people go to. Dance. Dance big and crazy and preferably in front of an eighth grader because it really mortifies them. Sing karaoke as loud as you can. Go outside. Ask the inappropriate questions. Ask something of someone you expect to say no and see what happens. The process, the journey, the experience. This is the life. So be in it. Appreciate the breeze on your face or the taste of that warm chocolate cookie. And when a friend offers kindness, say yes and thank you and bring it in and remember it when the days are long and when the widower down the street missed out on pumpkin pie for the holiday take him a piece of yours and stay for a chat skip work once to be with your partner sing loud in the car and when you catch the guy next to you staring <laughs> roll down the window and sing to him feel that embarrassment and that recklessness and the fun, and the silliness, and the beauty, and the joy that is our life, right? These are the moments that remind us what it is like to be alive, and so does grief, right? When we lose something or someone that we care about, and we feel the pain of grief, that's love too. There you have it. Those are my 12 things. Those are the things I'm going to build into my year. Sometimes I'll do one a month, a lot like the exercise and the veggies I'm going to try to pull in and continue on a daily basis. And much of this is what I've done this year to add to my own growth and my own engagement in this life. And it's been a whole lot of fun. It's been a lot of challenge and some frustration too. But there's an aliveness that comes from doing these things that allow us to engage in the moments of our lives instead of talking about it, right? There's a difference between fully being a part of what we're doing here on the planet and watching it go by. And as a result, I feel like I'm a better me. I've had more fun, for sure, and I've got a better business. And the podcast, it's created some great opportunities and a whole lot of creative challenge and fun and new things to think about. And that 
there is something to be said for all that. We can create the life we want. And it comes by creating really interesting, engaging moments. Not all of it's going to be fun. There's going to be some real challenge ahead for all of us because we're having this human experience. But all of them can be interesting and all of them can provide opportunity for growth. 2020 belongs to us, all of us. We can work with each other and support each other. And we're, when you're and when you're doing these things, you're creating a momentum and I get to fly behind in your wake and I'll do the same for you. Jeez Louise, we have so much we can give the world, right? Let's do that thing. Let's do it our way, authentically. The things that feel good and interesting, invest in you because I think that matters and I think it matters a whole heck of a lot. So simply start today, pick one of the 12 things you're going to start in January, put it on your calendar, fill in a specific line item, what is it you're going to do, when, and then add something new each month, something to learn, something that you want to build back in, a way you can simplify, a way to get more fruits and vegetables or exercise into your life, and put it on your calendar. And for the Simply Nifty segment today, I want you to collect yourself. Author and actor Felicia Day talks about this. She says, instead of tweeting or Facebooking or putting these things out into the cyber world, carry a little notebook with you and write those things down in your notebook. Write down the funny moment or the thing you can't believe happened or the troublesome thought you had or the thing you're curious about and keep that notebook close. When we document our experiences and our lives, not only do we get a lot of material for living our lives and for stories to tell, but we also become more aware of what we're putting into the world and how the world is working for us. Collect yourself in 2020. Pay attention, be deliberate and have fun because it's there for all of us. And that's it for today. What will you do in 2020 to create a life that feels good and interesting and meaningful? Let me know. Tweet me at PL Campbell or join us on the Polly Campbell Author Speaker Facebook page. And I'll see you there. And if you want some pet talks about this stuff, I put out a Friday newsletter. It's kind of like a short pep talk in your inbox. Sign up for How to Live an Awesome Life newsletter. And if you're like me and you need an occasional pep talk about this stuff, sign up for my How to Live an Awesome Life newsletter. It comes out most Fridays and it reminds you of your awesomeness. And I'm not even kidding. Because sometimes we need the reminder that we have got it going on. Now, thanks for being here. Get out there and decide how you will invest in yourself in the new year. And when we do that, I know we'll live well, do good, and be happy. <music> Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric acid. Hey there! 
there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid.